went out and bought a microphone set from like Kmart for like 50 bucks. They have Kmarts in Australia? Yeah. They have Kmarts anymore. Right? Uh, Really? No. Not really. No. So you guys were holding strong down there. I love how me me and Joe, that's the takeaway from all you said. You have Kmarts in Australia? (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll take you on a day tour, guys. You should. We we need the day tour of Australia. And yeah. joining us late to the party is our, our trusty co-host, Shuler Benson. He'll be in in a, in a second. He's connecting, but it's always great to see you guys. It's fine. It's good to see you, too. How is it's life? been a while. It's going all right, man. We're, we're, we're handling it. It's like the dig the new crib set up down here in the basement. You know, I made you it work. have a bit of a problem, Zach. What is that? You've got too many sleeves. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what the fuck is I, going on with that I, I, shirt? I, I, I didn't work. <laughs> I didn't work out this morning, so the sleeves are still intact. That's why. No, man. Yeah. Well, you gotta bust those fuckers off right here on camera. I, I, I want to see. I want to see one hard flex, and then just, <laughs> and then it just uh, yeah, pops you, off. That's what happens. Boom, baby. Uh, and we're back. <laughs> just put the, the. Just put this out there. This is the only. This is anything. All anybody gets this morning is just a loop of us doing yeah. this. <laughs> An audio like 50, flexing. 50 straight minutes right this is all this is how we should start every podcast just flex check you know? yeah i didn't need flex it, check i got the tattoo so it's all good oh you do have a tattoo of a, of a flexing the nutella jaw tattoo you have that's amazing dude yeah that's, i had no idea i can't believe it took me this long to learn this about you that you have a nutella jar flexing tattooed on your arm that's hard man that's it's like cool. it's it's like my love for Nutella and powerlifting. So there you go. All right, that, and those two things together, I think, are a winning combination. I bet you fucking throw a couple of spoonfuls of Nutella down before you get up to that rack and just got it's like Popeye and spinach. It's true. <sighs> get my yeah. Nutella. Calorically dense. Maybe with my next comp, I'll do that. Sure. If I when, ever hit, if I get first sh- place, I'm I'm credit that you. You should. You should. You should. When I. <laughs> When I uh, when I was younger and I, I had no just zero understanding of like macros and, you know, basic health, like how to take care of your body. I remember seeing a uh, a jar of Nutella. And at the time, it was supposed to be like a healthy alternative to peanut butter or something. I think people still think that. And I was just like, man, I bet if you just spoon a shitload of this on maybe on some cookies how about just on whatever uh, it's got to be healthy right so i'm just like housing a jar of nutella every day just feel myself expanding oh. it's fucking vile get, get that get that sugar rush into you it is but it's so good though man you can't you it's can't not so good but it's so expensive down here oh man is it what's a jar of nutella run you in the down under um for like a medium size uh jar i think it's like on on special it's like six dollars something <laughs> fuck fuck i don't know maybe it's maybe know. it's it could it's even so be expensive it, it could be more expensive here who that might be but like who knows, it's, it's, i'm such a dumbass what is like the australian money to american money does anybody know <laughs> i'm working on, I'm, I'm working on that I, yeah I okay yeah like, thank uh, you joe I'm, thank you I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like 15 dollars more i think because like catfight coffee for me is so expensive. <laughs> because of and shipping, there's more. Yeah, because like for express shipping, it's like fifty bucks or whatever it is. So you put yeah, that to man. Australian, 
Australian dollar, it's maybe like another $10 more. So that's the reason why like I only get cat fight coffee, like maybe once every two months. And when you order from <laughs> me, you get it once every like 90 days because the post office sucks at shipping to Australia, apparently. Once so a year. So, <laughs> so it's, I mean, basically five Australian dollars equals 3.44 US dollars. So I'm gonna need some more process. I'm I was, gonna need I you was to... gonna say we're gonna we're gonna. <laughs> I don't really. I don't know what that means. Take that <laughs> further. Take it, everybody out there listening. This is what we got, Joe. Yeah, I'm working on it. Okay. All this talk about math gonna... is making me paranoid. Uh oh. Thank, thank you. I like thank that. You. We needed it. We needed that today. <laughs> this is why he's here, guys. <laughs> Gentlemen, how are you guys doing oh, this? Come on. And how is everybody? We're all good, man. Uh, morning. Good I say. I say morning. Gorak. <laughs> what time is it, Gorak? Where are you? Yeah, uh, it's eleven o'clock at oh, night. PM. Yeah, it's the next, still um, it's the still, next it's, day or the day before. No, nah, it's still It's still Sunday here. Eleven p. It's Sunday, eleven yep. p.m. All right. So we're both on the same day right now. This is incredible. This is good. Um, yeah. What lies in our future? Like, I'm going to have to fuck. I'm going to fuck with you about that every single time we speak. Because oh, that man. to me is like, that is the ultimate dad joke. Um, <laughs> like time zones, right? Well, what's the future like? Oh, no. We're yeah. doing shit better here in the future. You're in the past. Yeah. You're regressive. Yeah. Um, God, You're missing so much out, bro. Like, what a fucking so goober I am. Speaking of so doing things better in the past. Oh, <laughs> now everybody. Uh, now we got two more fucking six segues that we've got to nail because right. we got four people in here. I got one down. Zach's got one down. You and guys so, are up. During the remainder of the conversation, gentlemen, you're going to have to fucking come with it. Hit us with a fucking killer segue. <laughs> I don't, know, I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could top this, man. Well, not with that you attitude. You want? Not with that attitude, brother. Come on. You gotta fucking just spoon some Nutella down and step up to the rack and get ready to fucking wreck some shit. I've never God, yeah. had Nutella. I honestly, full disclosure, never had Nutella before. Oh, man. nice, nice. But if I did, I think maybe I would put it on a rat salad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, for those who can't see, I'm just like throwing down my fist right yeah. now. Yeah, that's just so good. Maybe if I ate a whole tub of Nutella, uh, Nutella, I'll be like the Iron Man. There we we're, go. We're, right. we're we've made it. Yeah, we're made all it. Pig. Yeah. We've now we've talked. Have we talked about paranoid specifically on a Sabbath Sunday podcast before? Like when I was here, because I feel no. like we have. We haven't. I don't think so. Well, dude, we've done so many podcasts. I don't truly don't yeah, remember. My gut instinct time. says no, not for a long time. If we did it, no. I just because I got more copies of Paranoid here than I can fucking do anything with. I got copies. Of, <laughs> I got copies of Paranoid dripping out my butt cheeks. Boy, that's why I sleep on my stomach so it I don't is, fuck up my sheets. Your paranoid sheets. <laughs> it is right. Well, coming from last week when we talked about the first record. Yeah. I mean. What just like a step up in every way humanly imaginable, like to go from yeah. there to this in like one year is insane. Mm -hmm. I feel like having that perspective makes me appreciate this album so much more because it's probably the one I listen to the least because it's like the greatest hits album, but it yeah. has every right to be like the greatest hits album because. It's yeah, for sure. Yeah. One of the things that I think is so specifically about when you say just the difference a year makes yeah. Um, I, I, one of the things that I love about sort of, especially the early Sabbath records is just like how they're also a snapshot of, of the music industry at that time mm -hmm. when bands are just like cranking out a new record every six months or something like that. Like, you know, you 
back at Sabbath and look at how fast those records came out, those first four records, and just think, Jesus, that's insane. Yeah. One thing to remember is that these dudes were like playing together daily between yeah. when those records were coming out. They were on the road constantly. They were playing shows and festivals constantly. So like, not only are you going to get the growth that naturally comes from one record to another, but just that solid sort of jamming bluesy experience that those guys had already that chemistry that they had as players before they even started calling themselves black Sabbath, like between these albums, while they're just playing together and playing together and playing together and doing cocaine and doing cocaine and hey, doing cocaine, smoking a little weed, they're just black magic. Cocaine, yeah. It's just, playing, it's just like, getting, it's just meshing together better. You know, yeah, like the, the, the machine. you see the more, you see more of them in each other as they like are imprinting on each other and modifying each other. It's just, it's a cool thing to look it really. It's like wizardry. Truly. It's absolutely wizardry. That was almost a pun. You almost made it. It I would almost have tried. Last week, if you said wizardry last week, I it know. would have it would have been it would have been a pun. <laughs> We're gonna save that for next time. There is a uh, there. There are no cool. That's the one thing I don't love about paranoid is that there's no cool um like mystical fairy wizard heavy metal like vibe of Black Sabbath. It's all like Vietnam and depression. Or yeah, yeah, which is it's cool. I mean, it's it's the shit, obviously. But that that part of Black Sabbath I love that is missing from paranoid. Well, I feel you get like electric caravan or whatever that song. I was just about to say planet, planet caravan, (laughs) planet caravan. There's your fucking, that's your Sabbath spirituality track on this record. This is where we like, like, I, you know, you, you read into it or whatever. And there's probably like this really great explanation somewhere of geezer or whoever wrote the lyrics talking about what it's about. Like for me though, it's about when we all come together, man, and realize we got to leave this place. It's fucking true. Do it together in one giant spaceship and it explodes as soon as we leave atmosphere um and we all die when i teach my sabbath sunday yoga classes yeah i always have planet caravan on for the last pose when you just lay in corpse pose and close your eyes for like the the length of planet caravans always the yeah culture. i want to do the plan out of repeat yeah there you go yeah you could you could totally do that that You're, is some major hippie shit right there. Major. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, major. Like my my first exposure to Planet Caravan actually came from from somewhere else, and I'm sure you guys know exactly what I'm going to say. But I, you know, I I've listened to Black Sabbath on and off, and I was very familiar with the hits. But um, Planet Caravan was not on that list for me until I heard the closing track on Pantera's Far Beyond Driven. There you go. Um, their cover of that really, really, really turned me onto the song when I was a kid. And it was big for me because at that moment in my life and my listening experience, like there was no room to chill. You know what I mean? It was just constantly heavy, 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 constantly, constantly, constantly. Like I was young, I was just experiencing all this stuff for the first time. So I'm trying to soak it up. And there was something about a band as heavy and as fast and ex- as extreme, especially in my young mind at the time as Pantera like sort of endorsing chilling out and slowing things down and doing like this really sort of mellow outro cover version of, of Black Sabbath. And something about that just made it click for me in a way that it didn't beforehand. And I got so much appreciation of that song just from closing that record, just from that cover. Now it's one of my favorite Sabbath songs. Yeah, that's cool. Pantera can fuck up Sabbath covers very well. The, they uh, did. The, all, all their Sabbath covers are amazing. The, uh, Hole in the Sky. Good God. Yes. Yeah, I remember. So I remember when Pantera covered Hole in the Sky and then Machine Head also covered Hole in the Sky. It was a B-side on their uh, Supercharger record. And it was just like yeah. night and day, man. Their cover was t- really not good. It was yeah. they tried to like do a punk version of it. Yeah. 
You got to keep that machine heads weird. That's that slow bluesy stomp, baby. That's what we want, and and that shit fucking absolutely rules. Off subject, but not really. Have you heard Machine Head's acoustic cover of "Die Young"? Though, yes, I have. Yeah, it's really good. Very, very yeah. good. Yes, they, it's they just um with Rob Flynn, correct? Yeah, That's it's Rob, just Rob yeah. Flynn, just an acoustic thing. I think he actually played it at Mitch Lucker's um memorial, the singer yeah. for Suicide Silence, who Shit. died. Yeah, I think, I think he so. actually played it there. That's beautiful. I love that. It is, man. It Rip. is. That's a great song. One of the best songs ever. One Rip. of my favorite Dio Sabba songs. Absolutely. But we're not here to talk about the year right now. We're here to, talk, here about to fucking... talk about Ozzy. Is War Pigs, I mean, you'd have to put it in the top three heavy metal album openers probably ever. Absolutely. You have to, right? Yeah. If yeah. not number one. It is. It, I mean, it's definitely way up there, I think. Yeah. I, like, I have a hard time numbering that kind of shit. I will, okay. will say for, for obvious, it's... A, an unimpeachable classic as an opener on a classic Sabbath record, right? But f- for me, the ultimate version of that track is the version on the reunion albums, the live, the live, the live albums. So good. You can just, just, just for the intro alone, man. Just for that, that air raid siren with yeah. like Ozzy going, yeah, <laughs> we're not you. Yeah, like. I- I remember the first time when I saw them live and I opened up with that. And um huge. The first time I heard that, but just when the siren goes off, you could just hear all that energy just build up in that one arena. Yeah. They, yeah. You know what I mean? Not yeah, open dude. every show with that. I agreed. You have to. Is there another Sabbath song that you could think of that would be a better? introduction black sabbath any of their live shows maybe black sabbath that might be the only other one that i don't know i'm close. i'm with joe i think yeah. I, I i feel like i feel like the 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 as, as far as openers go like black sabbath the title song yeah super duper ominous i feel like that's more of a, a closer almost because have, didn't they uh open that with that with like with the remaining last shows i think they did yeah yeah, yeah. I think they did. And went Black Sabbath, Fairies Wear Boots, and Under the Sun. At least that's what the majority of the end set lists are. First oh, man. Under the, under the Sun. Yeah. yeah we'll have to wait to too. talk about that one on Volume 4 day because <laughs> I'll, I'll hijack the entire conversation about that track. I know you will. That's, that's the best, though. Especially, yeah. especially live when it's heavy, but you know, heavier. Well, one of the, another one of the cool things about Paranoid is just that it, among like three, two other three other releases got the uh the big bonus box treatment um now zach did you buy the you didn't get the lp version of this i did not get the paranoid one now i only have uh sabotage and technical ecstasy ah this was well this was the first one um that they did and you've got you've got the regular record you've got the record um uh quad in stereo You've got a live set from Montreux in 1970, and then you've got a live set from Brussels in October of 1970. Um, obviously, you know it sounds great. You wanna you you wanna get the 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 reissues of Sabbath where you've got somebody like Stephen Wilson or somebody like that at the helm doing the remixing. Definitely worth hearing that way. Okay. Um, but but for me also, dude, just the incredible stuff that comes in the books in these in these box sets, just the things that you don't know about the tours and sort of the state of the band and the state of the world at the time. It's, I, I love little, little knickknacks and replica things like that are super cool to me. Yeah, man. I need to dig into that. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. 
Yeah, I got, I got it. I'm such a, I'm such a Black Sabbath nut that I got it for twice the year it came out. My, awesome, my dude. wife got it for me, and then like my mom came out, that. fucking. That's swinging. awesome. Yeah, what an awesome she, mom, dude. I know, right? My mom yeah. and my wife both got me this for Christmas. Like, how can you, how can you beat that? You can't. You know where I, you know where I'm coming to. Um, so you're, I'm going to your place for Christmas next year, mate. So Come yeah, on by, man. We'll have, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll eat. It'll just be me and you in a fucking industrial yeah. strength yeah. tub of yeah. Nutella. Your wife, your wife think might might think that you have a twin brother because you're there. She might. <laughs> we'll get you. We'll get you some glasses. Um, and yeah. then I'll stress you out real fucking bad so we get that beard going white like mine. Yeah, um, that's fine. And then yeah. we, we could be brothers. You know what I mean? I said it lose the Aussie accent, but that's never going to happen. We can, we can, <laughs> if you, if you hang out here long enough, maybe you can pick up some of my yeah. shitty Southern Southernisms. Um, uh, I'm down for that. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Oh, very man. Well was this was um, songs on this, was this everybody's first introduction to Sabbath? Like probably the first songs you've ever heard. Would you think if you could remember? Yeah, I would, yeah, I would yeah. think I would think absolutely Iron Man. right. Yeah, Iron Man, Paranoid. Yeah, it was one of the two for me for sure. Uh, I'm pretty mine sure. Was, mine was War Pigs. It was only because it was from that 1998 reunion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was your first <sighs> what track. A track. The... What a track! Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that uh, that that Iron Man was the first Black Sabbath song I ever heard. And oh, I, and God. fellas, if I'm being real, at this point in my Sabbath listening career, at this point in my life, if I never heard Iron Man again, I'd probably be okay. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Same with uh, same with changes. Like, and I feel like it's healthy to just admit if you have a band that you love, like I love Black Sabbath. I'm obsessed with Black Sabbath. I have been for my entire life. But like, man, if you spend enough time with something, eventually something about it is going to start to drive you crazy. And for me, it's fucking Iron Man and changes. Sure. Can't do it. How do you think they feel about Iron Man, though, if we feel that way about Iron Man? I, I mean, if it had made me multiple millions of dollars, I would probably be like, I'll sing this shit in the McDonald's drive through for That's something. True. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't care. You're right. You're right. I, I, I appreciate listening to it when I go back and listen to like the whole album, like in preparation for a podcast like this. Sure. Like, yeah. This the whole thing. So when it comes on, I'm like, OK, like there, I haven't listened to Iron Man in like years. So this is sweet. But for me, like what paranoid never gets old. Like that's one no, side. It's it's fucking just the shit. It's it's short, it's to the point, it's catchy, it's well written. It's the whole it thing. is. And it's one of those, it's one of those confounding instances of a band like coming up with an absolute stone cold, legendary, forever classic, just on the off the cuff and on the fly. You know what right. I mean? Like right. That was the entire everyone knows the story about how paranoid was written at this point, but like I, I still think just incredible to look at a song like that and be like this was written to fill space you know what i mean like this is filler that just somebody came up with like right off the top of their head um every now and then you hear about metal songs like that that just blow your fucking mind lamb of, lamb of god's record ashes of the wake um the last track that they wrote on there was laid to rest which ended up being the opening track and i think that they just wrote it in like an afternoon or something yeah, that's the hit oh, wow and Dancing then it became with that with mother too apparently and then it became oh really that's what he said. He said he like every now and, and like then in the car, like on the way to somewhere. <laughs> that's the <laughs> kind of shit. That's the kind of shit that makes you believe in like divine inspiration or something like that. Like right. how does how does an idea like that just come out of nowhere? It right. was so fully formed. You know what I mean? So so well realized.
my favorite thing about paranoid one of my favorite things about black sabbath in general is their ability to deliver like heavy information in like a catchy (laughs) way and like the lyrics to paranoid are so depressing and sad and shit but it's like everybody sings it and i feel like nobody knows really what it's saying i I feel well not what if every what if everybody knows what it's saying and we're all just joining in because we're we're united by that I know sorrow? We are. I know we are, but I'm <laughs> saying the majority of people that listen to Black Sabbath that still listen to the radio and shit probably aren't in tune. Well, I hope they are, but I think I that they discuss it took me till I till I started smoking weed to and then I then I listened to Paranoid. <laughs> I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> this is some different <laughs> shit than I, I thought it was. And it made me like it more. So there you go. I had a really bizarre thought while I was listening to this and when Iron Man came along and I don't know enough about my history in that general area, but when Iron Man was on, is it, is it literally about their struggle with like the introduction of like the steel industry in that coal and steel industry of the time in Europe? Or is it just about that? Well, I, I did not know about I didn't I've never thought about it in that context before Birmingham where they're from is obviously a major major industry industrial area um and like I I don't don't, I don't know enough about Sabbath where they're like where they're from the the industry the area but like when I was listening to it he's like mentions steel and iron and like all this stuff that it could be a thinly veiled metaphor for basically the woes of the common man who very had these, who had these jobs in these industries and then they shut down and you know that comes along and like tries to wipe them out and kill them all dude this is a that's a really interesting take like I, I and like now that you bring it up it's it's clear as day just sitting there staring right. at me but I I never thought to make that connection I always just thought about war I always about like a, right, I mean, you know, a soldier or whatever who is after the fight has finished. What do we, what do we do with this this person? Like we forget about them. We forget about you know the the struggles or the sacrifices or whatever it is, and we just sort of uh, shuffle them on down the line. But I guess in the same way, like if you think about, obviously, you know, Birmingham, England is a is a major industrial center, but you know, you could just as easily apply that same sort of sentiment to like coal mining in the Appalachians or, or, or something like that. You know what I mean? That would be yeah. an interesting way to think about it. We're fucking, we're doing, oh, this, is, this is the death come brain flexing thing this morning. Like this is some serious shit. Dude, Joe Smith's smart as fuck. Dude. Joe, I'm going to have to reevaluate not just my relationship with Black Sabbath, but probably my life. Yeah. <laughs> All the shit we were talking <laughs> on Iron Man. <laughs> I, I i need to start hanging out with joe more often if we Real, joe we got joe we got to get you one of these mics like this so that you're louder so you know if you're not on a zoom thing like this if you don't have direct audio if you're just using your computer's your computer's microphone then uh motherfuckers like me and gorak will just stomp you man we'll we'll, no. we'll run right over you because our audio is is stronger we, we gotta so we, superior we gotta amplify your voice man we need that wisdom sure well I mean, I <laughs> sure. guess buy I'm me a microphone, right. motherfucker. Like, yeah, best in me, then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like I'm how that I is. only pretend to be smart. It's not true. It's I not am, okay. I, as as somebody who has had to do a lot of pretending to be smart, I, I feel you. Yeah, it's okay. I am no, the dumbest I, person in most I, rooms I, that I, I walk into. I can hold my own. 
<laughs> I'm, well, I'm glad you can. Yeah. By and large, I just want to be like, oh, if I feel challenged, I think I'm going to leave. <laughs> you and Joe are more similar than I realized. Uh, me and Joe. Right now. Me and Joe should kick it. Me and Joe should. Sure. Uh, we yeah. should. Uh, we should work something out. Uh, yeah, no shit. He's probably going to marathon the shit out of me. Bro, I am not in marathon condition right now. We're it's working the, on it. It's Get the summer. Work. Summer is summer. It's like it's like uh, it's like hibernation in reverse. When it mm. gets too hot outside, I'm just like, fuck this shit. I'm not trying to go out and sweat and die in this shit. Like, I'm just going to stay inside with my deep dish pizza and my massive tub of Nutella and I'm just going to hang out and I'm going to hibernate until the cool weather comes and I can go back outside and like actually do things. My man really, really fortunate last week was my very first ultra marathon and uh, the weather was pretty top notch for what it could be in August in Nebraska. Dude, what tell us, can you, do you have, do we have time for you to tell us about it? I mean, I don't know what kind of time we have, but we got I mean, time. It was, so you tell it us what 31. I mean, it was a 50K. Yeah. It was on gravel roads and like Nebraska country gravel roads, about 2,000 feet of elevation gain throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, it was rough. <laughs> Dude, I didn't realize that there was 2,000 feet worth of elevation change in Nebraska. That's wild. It just, it just undulates the hills just go up and down and up and down and uh yeah but otherwise there there wouldn't be but um yeah uh you know there was 110 people in the race i came out 34 out of 110 so i can't complain for my first ultra finished no yo you can't you badass that's incredible five five hours and 25 minutes for a 50k kind of blew up a little bit there toward the end but you know your body tells you you need to stop for a little bit you just kind of got to do it but yeah what did you what did you bring with you did you bring any of those like goo packs or anything like that i've not found a goo nutritional pack that does not upset my stomach oh bummer man (laughs) i tried a a different brand this time i tried it in training and it was okay but it Mm -hmm. just I mean, the thing about running with like an ultra marathon is you need real food. Sure. Like you can't subsist on goos alone because your body's just going to go. We actual like for sure food calories to digest and, and everything. So I had some, uh, there's a company called picky bars that make a granola. Basically they're just delicious. Picky. Uh, and yeah, picky as in like, I'm a picky eater. Okay. But, um, picky bars there's you know about 300 calories in one of those and you just kind of numb on it <laughs> as nice. you go in kind of helps regulate your breathing a little bit when you have something in your mouth because you gotta like chew and uh, you make sure you don't choke on it but of course hydration vests and everything with water and you know tailwind nutrition is they've got an endurance fuel that's just chock full of fucking sugar and carbs <laughs> to kind of help push you through which is fine uh, especially when you're doing something like that but for sure yeah no it was wild it was a good time like i'm uh, really excited about running more and more my recovery was like a breeze i didn't realize how good my recovery was going to be i have zach yeah. to thank for that it really yeah. helped put me on the right path the first marathon that i ran i had to walk backwards down the stairs for about a week because my <laughs> legs hurt so bad yeah <laughs> yeah i do know i do know it's uh the 
the, 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 especially the first time, man, when you walk away from it, your body's just like, Oh my God. But dude, why did I do this? <laughs> very first ultra marathon yep. fucking placing up in the thirties, dude, you're absolutely killing it. I've never done shit like that. I want to do that shit one day. That's awesome, man. Yeah. You know how else he did that? He sewed a makeshift death comes lifting patch on his shorts. That's that was the secret. Oh, that. well, that's what it is. Yeah. Never mind. Right. No, that's congrats that. to you. You were yeah. powered by the mythical death comes lifting energies. That's <laughs> in our sure. personal training services for everybody listening. If you want to be right. like Joe Smith, hit us up. Oh yeah, that's right, we're man. Gonna, you want to run an ultra real hard? I'm yeah, the dude. next order of business is we're gonna. I just decided that I I could I could do it and. We're going to try to put up a Boston Marathon qualifying time in a marathon. There you nice. go, brother. That's what right, ass. I am looking right forward age, to hearing how that goes. At the ripe old age of 41, that still means I have to run a three hour and 10 minute <laughs> marathon. Hey, you got it, dude. You know, you got that though. Woof. Like I'm feeling, I'm feeling good about it, dude. I'm feeling good about your future. This is awesome. Yeah, it's going to be great. So am I. I feel good that all of you feel good and we can all share in each other's accomplishments and love and Black Sabbath. And this just this is a great thing, man. So thank Fuck you. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. It's a, it's going to be a good day, fellas. It awesome chat. Day. Awesome talk. And That's I'm right. going to sleep well tonight after this. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's going to be a good night. And it, yeah, exactly. yeah. Whatever the immediate eight or so hour period is that lies before you, it's going to be fucking great. Yeah, yeah man. Adam Gorak says the future is bright, and next week I believe gonna, We're going to talk about Master of Reality, so the future is bright, and we'll see you then, everybody. And can I just say, can I just say one more thing about Paranoid? It's the yes. riffs, the guitar riffs. He's right. Mm. It's yeah. it's simple, it's catchy, and it's so fun to learn and play. And like mm. twenty minutes, like before we came on air, I was like jamming to War Pigs. <laughs> yeah, it's all. It's all. It's it's, it's the riffs. Not only yeah. is it heavy as shit, but like it's an incredible like introduction to playing guitar, I think, because, you know, yeah. a lot of that stuff anybody can figure out in a relatively quick period of time. And and then once you're playing it, you're like, man, I'm playing some of the greatest rock and roll ever written. So like what kind of a, a boost is that too? You know? Well, when I when I saw Sabbath on the on the farewell tour, I was up, up front. So Tony Iommi was just there mm -hmm. and like I was paying attention to the concert, but then I was paying attention to what he was playing because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a guitar Action. player myself. Yeah, I was just like, oh, yeah, hitting that chord. How's wrong. he, Wait, how's he doing it with that fucked yeah. up finger? Like you gotta yeah. watch. I want to see. I want to see like. A, so it, what happens if I cut mine too? But I play better like him. Like <laughs> exactly. That's how you learn. That's how you yeah. get the Sabbath. <laughs> the true key to the Sabbath sound is to lop off yeah. one of your fingertips. That's what you gotta yeah, do. Yeah, man. The question is, uh, yeah. are you committed enough? If you are, send us your pictures for proof. And we'll <laughs> yeah, we want to see that shit. <laughs> we'll invite you on as a guest. That's what yeah. right. We will not pay your hospital bills unless you're in At like all. another a, a country with socialized medicine. Yes, we'll we'll take care of it. What, what do we owe? Like twenty bucks? You know, I'll peel. I'll, I'll be like out of work for a couple of months, but it's okay. Yeah, it'll be fine. We'll send yeah, you some fine. snacks. We'll donate some new towel, and you can just live <laughs> off that shit until you're able to go back to work. Yeah, it's fine. I could probably still rock climb as well. <laughs> it's possible. So everything's possible, and I go. think we should just end it on that. Everything's possible. You can make Everything paradise. You can run an ultra marathon. You can be as smart yeah. as schooler and as sexy as fucking Adam Gorak. And I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. That's hard, I actually. I take I that one back. The, the other ones, the, the other sexiness. Ones I don't know. Yeah, I love you guys. <laughs> Thank you. All love, Bye, boys. Everybody. Have a good one. Good to see everybody. Fucking go out. Listen to riffs. Be stoked.
Do it. We'll do that. He said 